Welcome to Vichin's Daily News. Today is the 29th of November 2022. We will be covering the industry's lessons from Uniswap's airdrop, the future of GMX, and an analysis of the FUD on GMX. Let's get to it. On November the 23rd, Duan released a research report titled The Uniswap Airdrop Lessons for the Industry. The following are its main contents. We're going to dip into one of the biggest airdrops of them all. Uniswap's Uni drop of September 2020 to find out if airdrops really work. On September the 17th, 2020, Uniswap airdropped Uni to over 250,000 addresses, which had previously interacted with the protocol. Eligible addresses had interacted with the platform before September the 1st, 2020, and were granted at least 400 tokens. The vast majority of addresses, roughly 93%, received less than 412 Uni. In Uniswap's case, while most wallets claim the airdrop, whether any of the other goals were achieved is debatable. Only 7% of wallets that receive the airdrop are still holding Uni. The sharpest decline occurred immediately after the airdrop. Over 75% of wallets dumped the token within the first 7 days. The dumping continued at 80% within the first 30 days and 85% within the first 90 days. As we stand now, 93% of airdroppers have sold all of their Uni. Of course, there's nothing wrong with selling an airdrop. Some users may need the money or are more interested in investing elsewhere. They might also lack faith in the platform and want to cash out for as much as they can, while they can. Looking at the top 5,000 uni wallets today, only 10% of them were airdrop recipients. To make it into this category, you'll need to hold at least 780 tokens, worth around 5,000. This is double the average airdrop which alone will merely put you in the top 10,000. Over 230,000 wallets hold uni, but the top 5,000 wallets hold 56% of the total supply. Of course, the airdrop whales are still represented at the top, but the average recipient isn't. At the time of the airdrop, recipients made up a significant chunk of the platform's active user space, around 40% of weekly volume and 60% of active traders. The figures declined significantly in the following six months, dropping to less than 10%. Around one year after the drop, they dipped to 5% and have stayed in that region ever since. Close to 98% of airdroppers did not take part in the governance process at all. If the true goal is the decentralization of governance, then we can't call any of this a success. Uni was one of the first and biggest, and other airdrops have fared no better. On top of this, the farming frenzy and ubiquitous Sybil antics dent the reputation of airdrops further and add additional selling pressure on top. On November the 28th, KOL DGen Trading published a thread on Twitter regarding the question of why GMX will fail. The following are his main points. I call BlockFi's debacle Genesis because of the obvious problems with the way they manage risk. GMX will fail for the same reasons of poor risk management. GMX is a decentralized perpetual trading platform that is said to offer zero slippage. For anyone who has ever traded the markets, you understand that zero slippage is impossible. Buying and selling and slippage are just the cost of liquidity. Liquidity cannot be free. If it's free, someone has to subsidize it. GMX purportedly solves the slippage problem by you trading against GLP, their internal asset pool. Traders' profits are directly subsidized by GLP holders' losses and vice versa. This leads directly to unfavorable selection. If informed trade flows against GLP, this will result in holding losses for the GLP holders. Slippage is not a bug, it's a feature. Slippage is simply the cost of liquidity. 
but offering zero slippage, it leads to a situation where you can directly manipulate the price of a thinly traded token and monetize it with GLP. But decentralized exchange GMX has fallen victim to a large, sophisticated trader who has said to be able to suck all the liquidity from its AVAX market. But in reality, all this just means that being a GLP holder may put you in a position to be exploited, that is to say killed by the ARB. The GLP capital pool consists of approximately 50% manure and 50% risky assets. Crypto is notorious for its volatility. However, large cap cryptocurrencies usually don't bounce 50% in one day. However, can BTC or Ethereum drop 50% in one day? It's possible. In the event of a cryptocurrency market crash, the correlation becomes 1 and the risk assets in the GLP pool are halved. At the same time, if there's a large amount of short OI on GMX, it may bankrupt the GLP stable pool. Am I saying cryptocurrencies are going to drop 50% here? No, but one day it might. And when it does, GLP could be absolutely destroyed. Having such a product design makes GMX IO very fragile. This makes GMX similar to Luna. It's stable overall, but it only takes one violent event to crash to zero. On November the 29th, Flight Capital published a thread on KOL DGEN trading thread on GMX to explain that GMX will always be successful. The following are its main points. Let's debunk this GMX FUD quickly. Firstly, zero slippage is currently a non-issue for BTC and Ethereum given GMX's liquidity and IO caps versus centralized exchanges. With synthetics, zero slippage is being phased out and GMX's oracles will apply spreads from aggregators and order book depth of top exchanges. The second point relates to crypto dropping and traders on the platform being net short. Firstly, GMX has been live for over a year and the market has been down only since. And guess what? GLP is over 40 million from trader losses and has scaled to over 350 million in total liquidity. There are cases where GLP can suffer losses where traders net short plus crypto prices are down. But will crypto be down over 70% from the highs we have yet to experience this in practice? Synthetics will also introduce a funding fee to help balance long and shorts to further mitigate this. Comparing GMX to Luna is chasing attention and I will happily debate DGEN trading on why GMX will continue to be extremely successful. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.